Larry Hodges talks about mices. Yes, more than one now. Just that this whole idea that ideas do not mean you can't also go have a great character. I have a story coming out on Analog on one month now, on September September issue. You know the play thing on the Tesseract wall. That one on starts the, the play thing on the tesseract oh. tesseract wall. That's a that's a four dimensional um, rectangle. Okay. And it's about what happens. We have a four dimensional being, a, a child who starts playing with a three dimensional being like it's nothing, and picks, starts picking on them. You know, not realizing what she the harm she can do, and things get out of a little of hand when she starts does some things accidentally. But the character of the four dimensional being, I think I. I from this story, I'm hoping this is a really fascinating character, even though it's a pretty short story. Hmm. This four-dimensional being, you know, who, this child who's picking on this three-dimensional one because she, it's, you know, she doesn't think they can think or anything. I've always argued also, I could do another essay on this, that uh, Orson Scott Card has the mice quotient, M-I-C-E, about where every story is driven by either the Malou, which is his way of finding M for the setting, the Malou idea, which idea, right, right. C is for character, and E is for event. And I always thought that satire should be a fifth one. So instead of mice, it should be mices. Because I think I, some stories, including some of the ones I do, really are more driven by the satire than by the milieu, the idea, the character, or the event. But oh, that's okay. just opinion. Someday I'll write an essay on that. I had a debate about that once with some people, and when it was all done, I totally convinced them. Okay, I made, I made that part up. <laughs> a satire story where the, the joke or whatever is the centerpiece, is that kind of what you're getting? The satire? Satire is not always a laugh out loud. Satire, you should be at least laughing on the inside, but not always. Right. There's a, a great novel, or actually a trilogy, Towing Jehovah hypothesizes that the body of God falls out of the sky. He's a mile tall, it's a dead body, and he falls into the Atlantic Ocean. And all the things that happen, the religious people, the science people, they all go there. They're all walking around on this body that's floating around that starts to rot away. It's the body of God. Now, when you read this thing, I think there's a couple laugh out line moments. This is the entire novel. The entire novel, you rarely go, <laughs> Right, right. But you're laughing on the inside, you're smiling on the inside right. the entire time. For example, when religious people find themselves on it, they're starving, and they, you know, they need food, and what, you know, because you know, they finally look down, they have no choice, so they start eating pieces of God. Oh, it's brother. Things like that. And there's a lot of other things like that. Oh, very yeah. cool. That's, uh, that's a novel called Towing Jehovah. And he has two more, two sequels to that. The second one, a brain cell of God that survived, goes on trial. Okay. Well, yeah, he goes on trial for crimes against humanity. Wow. Wow. Towing Jehovah by James Morrow. What are you working on now? I'm about to start a novel right now that hypothesizes that the first 10 U.S. presidents at the time they took office, this is George Washington to John Tyler, hmm. at the moment they took office, an alien vacation service 
took, sent in vacationers and took their minds. Their minds were brought into an alien computer where they've been living in virtual reality, which they don't know what it is, but to them, they're all living in Mount Vernon. Washington, John Adams, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, and so on. But then there's a lawsuit later on, and eventually all 10, the alien services are forced to regrow their bodies, put them back in their bodies, and send them back to Earth. And now in the present, we have everything falling apart. The present's going to be 2040 or 50, I haven't decided. Huh. And the vice president of, who's overseeing the Senate is going crazy. Everyone's yelling at each other. Politics in the, in the world, his country is falling apart. He says, who will save us? And up the steps of the Capitol walk the first 10 U.S. presidents. And let's just say they're going to politics. I've already decided which ones are going to do what. But yes, they're going to be getting into modern politics. They're going to have to go through primaries. They're going to have to go through the eventual elections and everything. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a blast writing this thing. I've already written the first few chapters. However you found sci-fi thoughts, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast aggregation services, if you've enjoyed the show, go ahead and do us a favor. Go to wherever you get this podcast and leave us a review, even clicking a few stars. And this will help out the show in many ways. This is the last episode in the series with author Larry Hodges. The series starts on episode 53 and finishes on episode 56. You can find previous episodes in the show archive. You can find his book, Game of Scorpions, on Amazon. And there are links to his website and that book in the show notes.